The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what's going on? You know, it's funny is uh, I was dropping my kid off at school just before and it's it's recycling day. So, you know, everyone's putting the recycling out and I was driving past someone's house and, and their recycling bin essentially was a bucket that was a Marlboro bucket. And it just like transported me back into a time. And you oh. guys know what time I'm talking about. Marlboro Miles, mm-hmm. where people would collect Marlboro Miles to get fucking free Marlboro swag, essentially be walking commercials for fucking cigarettes. And it's just like, my God, this was this was a time period that existed not too long ago. So I was like, props to you for having a Marlboro bucket for your recycling. Uh, r- really classy. Oh, miss those days, Sex Panther. I remember because my mom was a chain Marlboro smoker. That was back in the day where you just send your fucking kid down to the grocery store or 7-Eleven and they'd give the kid fucking cigarettes because we were smoking back then. Like I'm getting them for my mom. So, yeah, I, I remember those days. I also remember the days of Top Gun. Got to see the movie <laughs> last night. Holy shit. I don't know if it's on your guys' list, but man, it was so damn good. And Max, it was almost like you weren't even gone yesterday. Phil Phil slid right in and did just like Max does. He picked the one play that was going to fuck up the parlay. So good job, Phil. Phil did what to you? He fucked up the parlay. Oh, no, no. Before that. He, he, slid, he, he just slid right in like you would. Slid right in. He just slid right in like you would. Nice. Here you go, Saxy. <laughs> My God. It's like, Why does it yeah. have to be repeated? You know what? I've I, I said this before. What I love about Phil and the fact that I think I'm going to have him on every time the Celtics play is he loves to bury the fucking Celtics. He just like I remember when I was I was in Berlin and it was the kickoff of the Miami Heat Celtics series and he like before game one was like oh no the Celtics don't have a fucking chance and he was he was literally t- tossing six feet of fucking dirt on the Celtics so yeah anytime the Celtics play I want Phil on the show because goddamn uh, what the fuck happened last night. Did he talk? Was he in Discord talking? Yeah. The, the one thing he does, I, I gave him an angry face on one of my comments, like, stop talking about the game. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, the gambling gar- gods have fucking karma. They're just waiting for somebody to say something. Yeah, what the hell happened? Yeah. I think you got some charts here yeah, on, on up, that game. It's up on screen. At, at, in the third quarter, uh, the Golden State Warriors had a 97% win probability. Unbelievable. What yeah. a comeback. I, I remember um, 
at one point, you know, uh, just Celtics were down by like 14 or 15 points. And I'm like, fuck, man, you know, it's, this is a team that had the lead at the half. And I was just looking at Jason Tatum, I mean, do something. He, I think he ended up with 12 points. And I'm like, man, they're not going to be able to win the game if Jason Tatum has 12 points. Uh, well, fucking Al Horford for MVP, apparently, because him, him and Derek White just fucking went off in, in, in you know, Marcus Smart was on the bench. And I've kind of said this. It's weird. The Celtics have a uh, interesting dynamic when Marcus Smart is on the court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes they produce uh, these nightmare matchups and then they bring him in fresh and he's, he doesn't miss a shot. So I, I kind of like, you know, uh, taking uh, Smart out for, you know, a good stretch of like the beginning of the fourth quarter, having White in there instead, and then bringing in Smart at the end for his defense and, and his, his, you know, clutch shooting at the very end. Because I think he turns the ball over a little. Too, he gets a little too cute, Marcus Smart, right? He gets a little too fucking pass happy and he's not a good point guard. Right. We can say that about Marcus Smart. I mean, a hell of a defensive player. He's gotten better at distributing, but he's not like. He's not a good point guard. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust him. Like if someone's bringing the ball up the court, I'm looking at Jason Tatum, Derek White, and 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 uh, Jalen Brown before I'm even looking at Marcus Smart bringing up the ball. Uh, but insane. The Celtics ended up winning that game by 12 fucking points. We all saw that coming, right? Every, oh, all yes. of you guys bet. All of you guys bet on the Celtics uh, to win by 12, right? Yeah. Well, that's what we were doing. We gave you a kiss of death so that yeah. the Celtics could win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were all over that. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think this just goes back to what we've been talking about all season, though, Max. The Celtics are just horribly inconsistent. But God damn it, when they play, when they play their best basketball, they're fucking unbeatable. And a side note, I, I talked about yesterday in the podcast, they had to win one in Golden State, you know, ship the series back home. But I don't know that it matters. Boston is now eight and two on the road in the playoffs. Unbelievable. I was going to say my prediction is they probably win another in Golden State and the series still goes seven. Like, I, yeah, know, right, like, right. Exactly. <laughs> I would not be surprised. You know, if, if if Boston, you know, there, I, you know, I'm, I think, I think you got to fucking, you know, throw a lot of money on on Golden State in Game Two because I, I, I can't foresee the Warriors going down 2-0 in the series, losing the first two in San Francisco. I don't see that happening. Uh, but I, I could see, I could see Boston coming in and winning another one in San Francisco. That that's it's totally possible. They they are playing so good on the road, but at home in front of their, they they tend to look like bitches. So I mean, I think. This series shifts to Game Three in Boston. Golden State probably wins that one. You know, <laughs> it's the Celtics. You, just, you know, they fall flat in that first home game uh, back, and and just you know, even in Milwaukee, right? They dropped that first home game to Milwaukee, and, and then came back and then won. You know, uh, two games in Milwaukee. They've won now four straight road games in the playoffs. It's it's kind of unfucking believable. So this is a team that does travel well, but you know, when it goes home, I think Golden State has a chance of fucking even that up. But um, I'm happy. Listen, I, you know, I, a lot of people were burying the Celtics, saying what uh, you know, four zero sweep or four one, and I thought that was a bit of an overreaction here. I, I don't think that they're you know. I don't think the Celtics are that far off from the Warriors. I do think the Warriors uh, are, are the better overall team. They have more experience, but you know when when everything is clicking for Boston, you just see and and Panther. This is this is the thing that you love to say about a team is they've got depth, right? I mean their bench is actually 
pretty fucking good. The acquisitions that they made, uh, Brad Stevens made during the season of, of shipping out Dennis, Dennis Schroeder, who, by the way, has a Celtics tattoo. I don't know if you've seen it. It's glorious. Head over to Twitter. Uh, Derek Schroeder got this giant fucking Boston Celtics tattoo when he signed with the Celtics in the offseason. He still he still could get a ring. He still could get a ring out of this with the Celtics win. Uh, but, you know, trading Schroeder. Who ended up getting injured, getting White in there, getting Thies, and even though Thies hasn't had a lot of uh, uh, playing time since uh, 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 you know Time Lord's been back, but you know you look at uh, Grant Williams, you look at Derek White, uh, man, you know Pritchard. This, this team actually has a lot more depth than than I I, I thought they did when they were what twenty three and twenty five in fucking January. No, yeah, I, I completely agree. We don't really give Boston enough credit for their depth, but it's just like it's been the whole playoffs. It's somebody different every game. It's Horford, it's Brown, it's Williams, it's Tatum, it's Smart. This is somebody every game. I think, this is my personal opinion, I think they are better served in this particular series to put Marcus Smart in the second unit, let him defend Jordan Poole, who's pretty much the only guy Golden State has in their second unit that does any scoring. Let Derek White be the true point guard because he really is a true point guard. And you kind of saw the result of that in the fourth quarter um, with with him out there. It makes Boston a really, really tough team to beat. Totally agree. Uh, agree. Series price, Boston minus 169 to win the series. Golden State plus 149. First off. Nice. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh, second off, I mean, yeah, I think there's value taking Golden State now with this plus line. Right. I mean, uh, I, I, I said Vegas, uh, you know, set this line suspiciously low at a minus 150 opening line for Golden State. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, Panther, you know, you're a big uh, four letter network guy. Uh, I, I was shocked. It was like uh, they, they had uh, yesterday. They had the Celtics as a 56 percent favorite to win the game. And I think to win the series, they had the BPI at 84 um, percent. The Celtics winning the series. Hmm. That That's the, the ESPN um, you know analytics department. D- take that for what you will. But I know, Panther, that is something that plays into some of your kind of decisions from time to time. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think Vegas was a little bit worried about Boston coming out. And, you know, uh, now, now I, I I worry that there's going to be a little bit of an oversteer overreaction. I think there is some value taking the Warriors. Uh, I'm thinking of Jesus. What would I have plus two thousand on Boston to win the fucking title? You know, so me like I probably jump on the Warriors now with a plus line. <laughs> uh, hedge my bet a little bit, you know. I uh, know yeah, you're definitely right. I saw that in yesterday's game because even at uh, Golden State minus three and a half points, you know, we've seen that where that um, three and a half points will get you all the way up to like minus 170, 175. It was like minus 145. And the, the whole money line versus the, the point spread just, it just seemed very. <sighs> different i i know i took golden state because it's hard to bet against golden state at home but it did look like vegas was saying boston was the play i did hit the over though i thought there was just a complete over the overreaction to this this total and i i think we get into the the 220s uh every -hmm. single game Mm -hmm. but both these teams can score Mm -hmm. totally agree Uh, celtics play to their competition uh, you know, you know, like they, they played to Miami, who could not score, could not. Uh, so they played a a, a grinding, uh, you know, defensive game. Uh, Golden State came out. Uh, what, what did did, did uh, Steph Curry have? Like what? Like four three pointers or five three pointers in the? Fr- he scored twenty one points in the first quarter. 
I mean, just out of the bat, it's like the Celtics realize, oh, fuck, <laughs> we're going to have to shoot them threes. I think in the first half, the most three-pointers ever made in a finals game. Shocker, right? You know, these two teams like to fucking shoot from three, and I think we're going to see some high-scoring Six games. for eight. Steph was six for eight in the first quarter, three points. Wow. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, I sent, I sent you a story. Let's touch upon this real quickly, just because have the nerds gone too far, Arch? <laughs> have, the, have the nerds gone too far? Uh, from the New York Post, Steve Cohen continues Mets technological splurge with new pitching machine. Apparently, this is a pitching machine where you can program data from starting pitchers and the machine pitches like that pitcher. So, you know, you throw in uh clayton kershaw's uh statistics the pitching machine throws like clayton kershaw first off i think that's fucking cool like i really do think that's fucking neat but also a little bit overkill right guys i mean is that, is that, is that a little too fucking nerdy for you i love it i think it's fantastic you know the technology's there we keep talking about technology and what they should be able to do particularly when it comes to umpiring but uh, this, this just goes to prove our point it's there from a, a coaching standpoint i mean shit, at this point you probably get rid of a hitter's coach right what's he gonna do just program clayton kershaw or or whoever in there and go start swinging the pitches what's a coach gonna do most uh, hitting, uh, I, I love it good oh, good i was gonna say most hitting coaches come in and tell you you're swinging entirely wrong and then they try and rebuild your entire swing and then make you bat like 150 <laughs> uh you know it's, it's funny to see this panther i don't say this very often but i think you just had a brilliant idea right and, and let's get a home plate that calls uh, uh balls and strikes like uh, certain umpires you can program their data in there so you can know like going a pitcher can actually know uh, what to expect from an umpire right there you go that's the, that's well, the technology that's coming that would be great if the strikes were actually consistent. Right? Yeah, the software has to. The software has to be based in reality. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a, you know, it's basically going to throw a fucking uh, uh, a dart at a dartboard uh, anytime <laughs> an umpire's uh, you know calling a game. So, uh, Arch, what, what do you think about this? Is it uh, cool? Or oh, it's cool. Like, it's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, I like this a lot. I think this is going to be really interesting. I'd love to see it in action. I don't know if they're going to show it in action. I mean, I assume it. They're not afraid to show it. I assume no, all the players, no. all the teams know about something like this. Because I'm sure they're some... saying like three or four teams already have it, ah, by the way. Okay. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, technology is used by three or four other teams, according to Chavez. So, uh, I'm, I'm guessing uh, Dodgers, Yankees, Pirates, probably. Red teams, Sox. teams with money. Pirates. <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what their fucking uh, league share is going to. Yes. <laughs> not players, but fucking. <laughs> We're investing it in our team, just not players. It's scouting, Panther. Scouting. Come on. It's scouting. All about yeah, scouting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More money into scouting. Oh, Christ. Let's take a quick break. Panther, what should I talk about today? Do you, do you have anything special that, that I need to know about? Can I, can I tell you, do any commercial that I want? You know what? Just out of the hat, whatever you want to do. All right, let's talk about Beavis and Butthead do the universe on Paramount Plus, June 23rd. No, this is not an official commercial, but fucking A. The trailer looks awesome. Check can't it out. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, let's talk about the book club. Head over to our Patreon. It's $25 a month, and what you get access to is a private Discord channel where us DGens hang out with other DGens like you. You can hang out with us. Uh, we can talk about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. 
You're not talking about oh, Beavis and Butthead? You're talking about Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. A lot of people fucking high up on that movie. It is just our hangout. It's our personal hangout, but uh, you get a lot of value in there. You're going to see stuff from NASCAR, the NASCAR boys. You're going to see fucking uh, golf, tennis, uh, lots of cool stuff over there. So that's that's right. So you head over to our Patreon. The link is in our description, or you can go to thedgens.net, and you can book it over to the book club. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. All right, NHL. NHL. We got one game. We 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 uh we all saw what uh, happened in game 1 and we all predicted that that the Rangers are going to come out and score six goals on on uh, Vasilevsky and and the fucking Lightning defense, right? We all saw that coming. Um yeah, I'm reminded that before the game what I said is like, man, when this o- Rangers offense is clicking, it is up there in the best of the league. I just I really did not see uh, you know i i said i i was betting the under in that one <laughs> it was a fucking five and i was like oh no way it's going over five rangers come out uh killing it and then uh you know they they seem to fucking be such a dangerous team at home especially and they're at home once again but I, i'm not gonna go overreact here right the, this tampa team is gritty they've been there before they're not gonna fucking fold under pressure this is a this two-time stanley cup winning team i think you know the rangers have a chance to win this one but i i don't i don't think that they do um but but if if the rangers win decisively again you know what my biggest takeaway from this guys is that florida panthers fucking suck like really it's <laughs> fucking goddamn swept by tampa that's my big takeaway here uh, i i like tampa here i can't quite bet it with this minus line i wouldn't hate you panther if you take the plus line on the rangers but I, i'm gonna lean on the lightning I'm glad you don't hate me because that's exactly what I'm going to do. I, I think this is a, a close series, a 50-50 series. Uh, each game can go either way. But the Rangers, when they are adding offense, when they're scoring, going against just that elite defense and goaltending that they trot out there every single game, it makes them so dangerous. This was you know, my, my dark horse sleeper play when we were talking about the playoffs. So I'm riding this train. This Rangers team is going to go take on the Avs in the Stanley Cup. They're going to go up 2-0 tonight. I'm taking that plus line. Give me the Rangers for 10 bucks. Yeah, it's hard to argue. I think the Rangers with the plus line, I... I like it. I, I, I'm not entirely sold they're going to win, but man, greed is good. Plus 112. <laughs> I'm glad that there's no overreaction to the total either. Uh, is the money in public? Are they overreacting to what happened in the first one? Uh, it, it, the, the, the money in public are all over the lightning. Mm. They're all over the lightning. And you see that line getting slightly worse for the lightning. Not not incredibly worse, but I mean, it, it's, it's like overwhelming. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I mean, overwhelming on, on the Lightning here. Um, looking at the total, let's see. Uh, it seems like it seems like everyone kind of likes the under in here. Okay, so, okay. Um, you know, it, it it seems like people aren't just taking the bait of betting the over based off of game one. I listen. I I think this is going to be a tighter one. I I really think that Vasilevsky is going to bounce back from here. He's he's too good of a goalie, and and that Rangers offense is too fucking inconsistent. Again, when 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 they're on, they're fucking amazing. <laughs> you know, watching a lot of Rangers hockey this season uh, is, is you know one of the teams I regularly got to see on TV. Even though, like, listen, I mean, hockey's I, I would I, I, hockey do not strike, do not go on strike right now because I'm kind of saying you're in a little bit of a resurgence. I mean, the, the coverage that they had on TNT this year, uh, I, I can watch a lot of games that I normally couldn't. But mostly I'm, I, I'm, I'm able to watch Rangers and Devils games in my area and no one wants to watch the fucking Devils play you know, or the Islanders this year for that matter. So I, I watched a lot of Rangers hockey this year. And yeah, when when they've got things clicking, this is a dangerous fucking team. I just I just think that Tampa's going to tighten this up a little bit. So I, I wouldn't overreact with that total. I'll probably still shade the under here. I agree. 100 yeah, percent. Yeah, I think the unders, I would shade the under. I don't know it's bettable, but both these teams' offenses could get something going at any time, but both of them have really good defenses. The total, this isn't something that I'm looking at that much. I, I agree with Max. I think we're looking at a closer to a 3-2 or 4-2 maybe kind of game tonight. It's going to be closer. It's going to be lower scoring. All right. Baseball. Baseball. All right. Listen, uh, Arch, you have my chart of my, my baseball vulnerabilities? Uh, yeah. Readily available. Uh, can you quickly search the Kansas City Royals for me? You are oh, just barely, just barely down on the Royals on the season. Okay, all right. So not as bad as I thought. Uh, no. I thought I I I really thought that they were a huge vulnerability for me uh, because I you know listen. I readily admit that entering into this season, I I was over eager about this team, and well, they fucking suck, right? Uh, but uh, you know, I still find moments where I look at them and I'm like. They can't lose them all. And no. today, I mean, Brady Singer on the mound, 2.49 ERA, 0.99 whip. He's coming off of a rough start, which makes me like him even more today. <laughs> you know, like he, he got kind of got roughed up in 5.2 innings and I think four four earned runs in his last outing against the Twins. So I kind of like him to bounce back today. Astros, I know they've won four games in a row. They're beating shitty teams. They beat Seattle. They beat Oakland. So, yeah, they should beat shitty teams like the Royals. But, man, Urquidy's been hit hard a lot. And I think Kansas City can scratch out a couple of runs here, give some, give some run support to Singer. So value bet here, $10 bet on the Royals. I actually think you're on the right side. I'm on this game. This is one of the trappy games that I'm jumping on. Yeah, your quitty's not been great, but the Astros lineup is just so far superior to that Royals lineup. They, they just don't score runs. They lack power, and the Astros can hit the long ball almost two to one is the number between the Astros' ability to hit a home run and the Royals. The Royals are still like in the mid-30s, and we're 55 games into the season. It feels like a trap or quicksand or something shady, but I'm jumping on the Astros here. Ten bucks on Houston. Yeah, it sure looks like the Astros should win the game, but what the hell? Minus 130. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, boy. Boy, it smells. I'm leaving the Royals in this one. I just couldn't. With the plus 115, I needed a little bit more. A little bit more love. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, let's talk Atlanta and Colorado. You, do you remember a time, a point in the season where the, the Rockies were just really fucking good at home? Uh, 
I barely remember that. It's been a long time since we considered the Rockies a really good home team. Uh, coming off of a 13-6 loss last night to the Braves. Uh, you can understand why they're you know such underdogs today, but I'm still wary of this Atlanta team, right? I think a big line like this, despite the Rockies' shitty play, uh, I think there's value on Colorado today. Um, you look at Chad Cool, Max Freed, statistically – not that far off from each other. Uh, Max Fried definitely trending in the right direction, trying to get back to his ace-like status. Uh, cool he seems to seems to do well in his starts. He's he's you know at home. He's, he hasn't been like shellacked like a lot of Rockies pitchers. So I'm going to give Colorado a little bit of a value shot today. Ten dollar bet on the Rockies. I like the Braves a lot. Uh, I really do love Max Fried on the bump, but at minus one eighty. It felt like a little too pricey, and I just – I don't know what it is about this game. I didn't feel like run-lining it. I think the run-line for me is the only play. I don't like this Rocky team right now. They're missing too many players, particularly Chris Bryant. You know, they spent all that money on him, and he's played like a handful of games all season long. So this is a team that's struggling. They're talking about uh, trading Brendan Rodgers. Um, there's just all kinds of things going on with Colorado. Uh, I'm going to lean the Braves here, but I'm not on this one. Yeah, I'm leaning the Braves here in this one as well. I do think they should win, but man, minus 170, that's that's too high. That's too high to ask. All right, last one up for me. The New York Mets and the L.A. Dodgers are two teams that are playing today, and it's a game I'm not betting on. I'm going to actually bet on the Boston Red Sox and the Oakland A's. Uh, Red Sox still not a good team, but they, they played a little bit better than they were earlier in the season. Yet, you know, I, I have some apprehension about them. I, they, they just split a series with the Reds. Lost three of five to or, to the Orioles. It's not kind of where you want to be at this point in the season if you're Boston. Now, I do think they have a chance to win some games right now against Oakland, a team that's lost four or five. They're seven and 20 at home this year. I'm looking at this line, and it's, it's really, it's getting close to me bailing out. It's, it's not, it's not great i I, if if i can still i don't i doubt i can get that minus 135 that's that doesn't exist anywhere no 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 uh i'll take the minus 165 though if you can lock me in minus 163 is the best you can do perfect ten dollar bet on the red sox yeah, I'm just saying that out loud. Boston minus 163. It doesn't really matter who they're playing. And we know how bad Oakland is offensively and defensively. Uh, Caprillion has not been near as good as he was last year. So I, I think Boston wins, but there's no way I'm laying that much on them. A lean on the Red Sox. Yeah, lean on the Red Sox here, too. It is just a little too pricey for me, too, even though it's Oakland. It's, you know, Boston's going to win. Those are my three. Shockingly, I only have two more. We'll double dip on a game I hit yesterday. Washington is in Cincinnati. This Washington Nationals team just is in a rut right now. They can't score. They've managed one run in their last three games. Uh, this is a team that just offensively, pitching-wise, everything going against them. The Reds have been one of the better teams over the last month. Um, <laughs> surprise, I don't know if you guys looked at the standings here, but the Reds are actually a game and a half better than the Nationals. Uh, the, the Washington's been so bad, they actually have a worse record than Cincinnati. Mike Miner is going to get his first appearance for the Reds. He started the season nursing some injuries. He's going to take the bump. The Reds are at home. I, I just I too much value here. I, I love Cincinnati, so at minus 130, 10 bucks on the Queen City Reds. 
I totally agree. I do think the Cincinnati Reds should win this one. Uh, tons of moral support here. I just, I still, I, I have PTSD over this team, right? It's fucking, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't bet the Reds when I see a minus in front of them. It's, it's, it's really fucking tough. But yeah, they are the better team between these two teams. Uh, Nationals, you got to start looking around. Like, uh, you know, what's the fire sale going to look like? Are they, you know, there's, they've got a lot of good assets, but are they going to like completely tear it down? Um, I, at this point, they might need to consider it. They lose to Cincinnati again today. Yeah, it's it's this is just not good for them. And I think it happens. A lean on the Reds. <laughs> yeah, leaning the Reds here too. Almost bet it. Almost bet it. Just I don't really like either of these teams that much. One more game for me. We're gonna take a look at Cleveland going to Baltimore. This is another one of those games where the line just seems a little too good to be true. Shane Bieber is pitching for Cleveland. You know, we think. Bieber versus Baltimore, we're talking minus 180, 190, but no, we're at minus 135. Baltimore's, I mean, I don't think they're as bad as the record says. Zimmerman's been decent this year. I'm, I'm taking Cleveland. Like, there's too much value here on Cleveland at minus 135, but I admit, it stinks. It feels like a trap, but when have I passed up a trap? Ten bucks on the Gardenians. Oh man, yeah, I gotta disagree with you. I do like Baltimore, and I, I've I've kind of been saying that Baltimore is like one of these sneaky value plays. I don't know why they win games. There's no reason that they win games, but they they can win games. I just mentioned they just took three of fucking five from from Boston. If they can take three of five from Boston, I I think they can win some against the Guardians here. I'm gonna lean Baltimore here. I wish I wish I got a little bit more here. <laughs> I wish, you know, maybe like a plus 125. I'm probably right on Baltimore as a value play, but slightly out of my comfort zone implied probability wise, a lean on the Orioles. I'm with you, Sex Panther. I like the Guardians minus the 135. I think they win. I think they should handle it. The the Orioles, I mean, they score more runs. They they allow less runs. It seems like a good play. Let's do it. Jump off this cliff. 11 bucks. I like it. That is all I have. I've got two more, two more. We're just going one game down. The Minnesota Twins are playing the Toronto Blue Jays. And this is another case of, okay, you sure about that? The Blue Jays are minus 210 against the Minnesota Twins. That I just can't fathom that. I think all the values on Minnesota here. So I am putting 11 bucks on the Twins. Funny is I was shocked and I ran my numbers and... I'm kind of leaning Toronto here. I do think that you know, I, 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 it's it's out outside of my implied probability, but I like Toronto at home, and and this Twins team still has some cracks, has some flaws. I don't like a lot of what I see from this team. Uh, they seem like they're going to possibly win the Central, which I don't know if that's hooray. You know, uh, I I could see the Blue Jays winning this one, but you definitely no value here. Alino Toronto. Yeah, I, I like Toronto here. They've really been scoring runs and doing well. But minus 210, I would have thought Alec Manoa was pitching. It's Kikuchi. I'm sorry. Kikuchi against anybody is not minus 210. So I'm going to have to lean the twins here. <laughs> One more game. We're going we're gonna to get some of our money back here. The Nye Mets squadron is in Los Angeles, and the Dodgers are only a minus 145. Uh, the Dodgers apparently only show up on teams that <laughs> are any good. This is, uh, I don't, I just, I think they're going to keep their ball rolling. I think they are going to beat the Mets today. I'm going to put 11 bucks there. This is not the Pirates. Wow, you you don't usually double dip, man. Didn't you hit the Dodgers yesterday? I did. 
Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good game. Uh, Mets lost two nothing. I I, I kind of like the Mets here today. Of course, I I have my uh, my I'm not betting the Mets all season uh, trend going on. The New York moratoriums. Yes, yes. Uh, so I will I will not bet the Mets all year. So uh, that that was the joke from before. Uh, but I will lean them. I I, I do think uh, you're kind of losing the value though. I mean, some books have this down to plus one twenty. So looks God, like it. Yeah, yeah I I th- I think. If you can get the Mets at like 135, I still think that there's some value there, but I'm off this one. I'll lean the Mets. I was originally, when I looked at this game a couple hours ago, thinking the Dodgers, but that line is moving and moving significantly in the Dodgers' favor. So it looks like the Mets are the play. If you want a plus line, you want to grab it this morning because it's just going to get worse. Uh, So lean on the Mets. All right. Uh, Let's see here. Iceberg says Arizona plus one and a half. Arizona. I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I it's, I, I kind of like Arizona. I, I don't, I, I don't love this game. Like I, Arizona on the road. I, I and Pittsburgh. What the fuck? You, we, we, we've said it about Pittsburgh. They're, they're kind of like the Orioles here. They shouldn't win games, but sometimes <laughs> they do. Oh my god. Uh, San Diego plus one and a half, and the Orioles plus one and a half. Uh, he's always good for one. <laughs> I, I I looked at <laughs> which one the Cleveland one is is that where he's fading? Yeah, Baltimore take taking Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Well, he took him plus uh, he took a Baltimore plus one and a half. So same thing. You guys can both win because you didn't you didn't run line that one, right? I wonder if that ever happens where actually both of us win. It's on possible. Sides. Ah, it's, it's quite possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cold fusion is possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, that that's it? that's it. That's all the comments we had. What do we talk about today? Uh, New York Mets pitching machines, the Boston Celtics asserting themselves in the NBA Finals. Whew, that was that was a good fourth quarter. I think that's it, Max. Arch is just waiting for the sex robots that you can program data into. Ever right. since men discovered tools, this is like the story of 2001: A Space Odyssey. Ever since you discovered <laughs> tools, this is what we've been working towards. <laughs> Oh, download the DJ's app for Android, iOS. Listen to anything about our picture picks. Anyone picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Hi, it's Ray and Con. Subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, I'm not going to take the Royals. I'm not going to do that to you. Um, but there's not much else that you like for me today. So um, I'm fortunately going to have to eat some chalk and bet the Boston Red Sox minus 162. Apologies. Uh, well, you know, whatever. Uh, Arch, what do you got? I'm not taking a game we agreed on, so I'm taking the... I'll take the Dodgers. Uh, I do like the Dodgers. Uh, you're not taking a game that we agreed on. Wait, I don't like the Dodgers. What the fuck are you doing? You're trying to kill the parlay. I, said I'm not I will take ta- the game we agreed on. Yes, you take the game we agreed on. You, you, I, I can take the Twins if you'd rather. Twins or Dodgers. <laughs> It don't matter. Take them both. Put the Twins and the Dodgers in. Put the Royals in, too. Why not? Fuck it. Oh, and the Fish. That's probably what what the DJ should do. Too far. Yeah, don't do that. It was almost a bet today. I was so close. (laughs) They got their win already, right? Oh, what what a shitty pitching matchup this! All right, there's your there's your DGen parlay. It's a hodgepodge of shit. Boston, the Dodgers, and the Gardenians will put those three together and uh, try and win some money. But we're hanging out on Facebook, we're on Twitter. Mostly, it's the book club in the Discord. You guys got to get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're gonna do today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money.
fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.